Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. This is a place where diverse individuals discuss various topics from the Fallout universe. Join us, the conversation has already started. Welcome to the Fallout Roundtable, I'm your host Maverick Stone, and today we got a good episode. But first, let me introduce you to the crew. To our right, it is Gingerino and Jaxus. On my left, it is Romer and Sassy Lady. Everyone just say hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, yo. <laughs> yo. This is a very, very special episode because we have our first fan on the show tonight. Ginger Eno will tell us more about him. But first, say hello because I can't. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your name. Top of the morning to you. That- <laughs> <laughs> he did it. I can't believe it. He did it. Hello. Hello. It's we will wire you the folks. money for doing the contractual thing that we asked you to do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I guess we got to pay him. Oh, that's good. Okay, Gingerino, now it's your turn. Go, go for it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Every every time he says this is going to be a special episode, he has no idea how the episode is going to go. And by every episode being special, it thereby makes every episode not special. So, but he's right. We do have a guest with us today, and that does make and it's it special. super special. It does it's make it special. special. Right? The the topic is you know is I would say standard issue. It's still going to be a good topic though. But we have someone wow. joining us today. Such a um, super special episode because we have our super fans. It's right. Amen to that. Amen to that. That's Fall right. On table till I die. <laughs> <laughs> the the back tattoo is nearly done. Oh well. So weirzy. All right. Tell us tell us about yourself. How you got into Fallout, and how you got on the show actually. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um. That's a good question. So yeah, I'll start with with a brief bit about me. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I'm uh, in Northern Ireland right now. Uh, that's that's my home. Uh, I work in with plant parasites, which is uh, great, really exciting, really thrilling. <laughs> I remember you can hear the the, the excitement. It's, that voice. sounds cool to me. Okay, is <laughs> it, that something sounds that cool sounds cool, but is actually very boring, or is it something that's as cool as it sounds? I mean. I quite enjoy it. The biggest catastrophe we ever face is, oh, those potatoes didn't do quite so good as last year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the, <laughs> that's like the big briefing we get was like that particular field that's six miles away from your house because the country's tiny, that didn't produce quite so many potatoes. That's, that's pretty much it. Riveting. Yeah. Oh, thrilling, thrilling stuff. Yeah. Fallout for me was just like a like it was one of those transformative experiences to be completely honest like when when video games kind of like just shape your life so 
it, like it starts in a weird place because it starts with the Elder Scrolls Oblivion, which is not Fallout. But uh, my brother brought that game home and he's older than me and he brought that home and I watched him play it and I just couldn't really understand how a game existed that let you do whatever you wanted. Uh, but for me, like that fantasy setting with swords and horses, just like that doesn't excite me. But I just couldn't believe that that existed. So like a year or two goes by and he brings home Fallout 3 within like two minutes. I've basically like convinced my parents that his PlayStation time is over and it's my turn. And uh, like, <laughs> oh my word. And also big shout out to Liam Neeson from Fallout 3, your dad, who is from Northern Ireland. So, you know, <laughs> there yes. we go. Yeah, it's no big deal. I'm sure Gale. he's watching. He's a big fan of the show. He's, he's a huge fan. He's and, uh, you like know, the, the vice president. It's such, not, a small, it's such a small country. I have his phone number, you know. I was there living next door to his parents. Uh, <laughs> I get that. I'm from Canada. We're not a small country, but we don't have a lot of people here. So, yeah. And you're all in the same little bubble. Oh yeah, like right down at the bottom. But yeah, um, so so Fallout Three totally like totally changed the way that I seen video games. And as I'm sure many people had that moment when you leave Vault One Hundred One, it's literally up to you. Me and my brother used to like keep a little like diary beside the PlayStation, and we would write down like what we had found because it's sad to admit, but it took us far too long to find Megaton. We were just hill. constantly wow, not the only one. Oh man, we just constantly went the wrong way and got killed by ants or got killed by raiders. Went straight into the Springfield school and we're like, what mm. the hell is happening? Yep, same. So there's a price but, to pay for 360 degrees of freedom. Right? Yes. But but even though it was hard and you kept dying, it was so fun. By the time New Vegas rolled around, I was an addict, and uh, I actually got I brought it down, brought it down from the loft, the uh, the New Vegas Collector's Edition, which which maybe will come up later in my favorite location. Delightful. Uh, but I was uh, like I was the prime age for that. Like I was like sixteen when New Vegas came out. Again, it just like blew my mind at the time of its release. I had got myself the collector's edition you know prepaid it was sorted out months in advance and as the time got closer i realized that it had clashed with like an overnight like youth weekend that i was going on uh with the community group and uh, i was so devastated because i was going to go to this midnight release and collect it and all with my dad and my parents had paid for me to go on this weekend so i was going on this weekend and i just remember waking up on uh, the Sunday morning of this youth weekend and like getting out of my wee bunk bed and like grabbing my really wick flip phone and my dad had sent me through a picture of him with that collector's edition and that was oh. that was me the the rest of that youth weekend was like I, I just I wasn't there anymore like I'd mentally <laughs> checked out and I was just like I was just replaying the new Vegas trailer in my head the whole rest of that day and I like I think I, I've probably ran through New Vegas like 20 times. And, that was a great trailer uh, too. Man. man, yeah. Ugh, don't don't get me don't get me started. And then since then it's just been into Fallout 4, Fallout 76. Ugh, there's lots of controversy, there's lots of hot takes about the franchise, but like I just think it's consistently great. Uh, like I think that setting, I think that lore, mwah, French kiss, you know, it's just perfect. I think well most said, of us well agree. said. Yeah. I think you should yeah. hand over one of your 20 playthroughs to Sassy. She hasn't done New Vegas once yet. Can I? I got up to mm, the monuments. I don't remember how far I got. 
but then I just kind of gave it up because it was freezing on me too much. So now that I have a better PC, I'm going to play it. again. All right, let's jump, in, let's jump in the topic today. So we're talking about favorite locations. So we got the six of us today that we're going to talk about it. And we also got a lot of community and fan feedback mm-hmm. about favorite locations in the game. So yeah. to set rules to each of you, you get one place. You can pick yeah. one place that you talk about, but you can have a bunch of honorable mentions. Does anybody want to go first? If not, I'll go. Romer had his hand up, so we're going to go with him. I'm going to I'm going to go very uh generic with my honorable mentions. I'm just going to say the vaults in general because it's always you never know what you're going to get when you go into a vault. You go into a vault, it could be something horror, it could be something ridiculous, it could be something funny, it can be, you know, just exploratory and just just everything that goes along with the vaults and stuff like that. It's it's the the locations are great in general. But the one that I always go back to no matter what every time it's like it's like fallout what's my favorite location the dunwich uh um building uh just i i had no idea what i was getting uh, sorry fallout three fallout, fallout three yet yeah, the bottom in the corner of the map that's a oh, creepy ass place i'm, I'm so glad like, you said that i had no idea what i was getting into and you know i went into that and i scared the crap out of me i'm like going along you got the you know, you got the ghouls coming at you and you got the screams and the, like the weird, you know, it's that whole thing of like, well, I know Fallout's glitchy, but why, it, why, why is stuff moving on its own, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. And then you get the weird flashes like, what, what was that? What, what's going on here? You know, and then you get downstairs and you're like, game over. Don't care anymore. Yep. Um, I can't sleep, you know. Do, if I uh, remind me if I'm correct, like there's a weird humming in that basement, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There's whispers. There's like a whispering. Yeah, there's a lot of whispering. lightning in the background. Saw it at that moment. Yeah. That was great. That was great. Oh. Sorry, Jim. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, just just the atmosphere for that room is great. And then on top of that, they've got the extra stuff that they added with the uh, uh, Point Pleasant um, uh, DLC to work connected, and you'd like go back, you know, and bring the book and stuff like that. And then they have the connected connected world. Duh. Uh, in Fallout 4 when they deal with um, the uh, Dunwich Borers. Horror, not horror. Dunwich Close enough. Sorry. Anyways, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, Dunwich, yeah, like I said, I had no idea what I was getting into and it was just nightmare fuel. You know, just absolutely, the, absolutely. the flashes, the moving stuff, and then, you know, the, the 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 cthulhu-esque horror down in the basement and stuff like that. it was yeah just whew, awesome i was yeah hooked from day one i that. remember spending <laughs> so much of fallout 3 trying to figure out what else was like i was like the, clearly this is a main plot point and then they just never bring it up again yeah well yeah, there's there's the tie-in in the um the dlc and point lookout Mm-hmm. Where you go to the house and they're looking for the book. Yeah, then you bring the and book back there. Gotta, the basement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is oh. the closest you get to a tie-in. I don't know. It just was. I was like, all right. I guess I just have to live with this fear now. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, man. I, like, I'm so glad you said that rumor because the all the Dunwich stuff and that Lovecraftian aspect, like one of the first things that I said to myself when I left uh, 111 and Fallout 4 was like, when do I find the Dunwich related thing here? And like, yeah, the Dunwich boars was, was epic as well. Didn't disappoint. It was good. 
Has anyone ever read the actual Dunwich Horror book? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, all right. Oh, I, I, I hate, I, I do a totally off topic, but I, I, um, I love the Lovecraftian type stuff, and then uh, I've uh, played um, Delta Green, which is a role playing game kind of based in kind of like the Cthulhu um, mythos world and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I, I, yeah, the Lovecraftian horror stuff is. Yeah, that's just. I still have. I I love Lovecraftian horror genres that other people are doing. When I read his actual stuff, um, it seemed to me like his way of saying it was so scary that it was beyond comprehension. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not terrified at all. But when I watch movies or I read other books based off of like inspirations of the stuff, I'm like, this is scary stuff, dude. Or diving into the Dunwich Borers slash building. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. I love that seventy uh, six is leaning into all the cryptid kind of Lovecraftian horror stuff too. It's been good. There's a whole bunch of I haven't even seen all the animal, the uh, crazy creatures. I only finally saw Mothman like a couple months ago, which sucks because I would play nonstop trying to find him. I know Sassy's looking at me. Weird thing is, once I once I saw Mothman once, then I saw twelve in the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> so you haven't done a rad rolls thingy, have you? Rad rolls thingy. It's the event, uh, radiation. No, thingy. radiation rumble. Events. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the events are bad, but I, I love Wait, Fallout no, 76. That's not the right one. I'm thinking yeah, of a different rolls. one. You're talking about the Mothman. Uh, the Mothman event. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, really do the events very much. I like the Fallout for the building and the lore and the stories, but I'm not big into the events. That's just me. Uh, Some of them are good. Oh yeah, I'm not. Th- I'm not saying they're bad. I'm. I actually can't say they're good or bad. So I, I like. Moonshade like Jamboree is one of my favorite. Bring like the whole server together, and you get to see everybody. I'm not wild about you know some of the other ones, but like the so, hunt down, hunt down the mystery holiday peopley things. Those aren't that fun. But like I like Fashnets. I like the the um, Meat Week, and I like the Mothman event because like everybody comes and it's kind of fun so on topic that was my favorite location thank you thank you thank you <laughs> mav are you still awake <laughs> he got scared he was hiding if you're awake mav you should go next yeah he should go next hello 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 welcome back hello. welcome back to the follow round table maverick the show that you started <laughs> glad <laughs> to have you here with our special yeah, guest it's a show that i found we're talking about locations just in case you were, I'm sorry, man. I'm just that's too yes, good. I know. That's too good. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out a good place to scare you all because that's why it's all dark. All Maverick, dark. never change. Never change, yeah. Maverick. Yeah. That'll be our first t shirt. Maverick, never change. <laughs> Weirzy 2022. <laughs> I got to look into that. All right, Maverick, Start what's your favorite t shirt? Oh, he's gone now. Okay. We're going to switch to somebody else. He didn't want to tell us his favorite location. I think he has some internet issues right now. Well, he's got issues, all right. He's coming back. Yeah, it looks like he's coming back in. Uh, are you there? Ground control oh, to mage. Oh, there you are. Hello. Are you good, Mav? Or should we move on to somebody else to give you some time? No. No, I think I'm fine. It's just I died. Welcome back to the land of the living, my friend. I understand it. Thank you. What are your favorite places? How, how about this? Rivet City. I'm just fascinated by um, I'm fascinated how they can, how they can uh, turn an air 
a rotting aircraft carrier into a suitable living environment in city type place. I'm fascinated by it. That's a cool idea. It's a cool thing. Uh, We got a lot of comments on Twitter about Rivet City, too. There's There's a second Rivet City? About Rivet City. Yes. It is good. I remember running into Rivet City the first time playing Fallout 3 going, how did they build a city here? And how smart. No, none of the mm-hmm. Myrlurks can get on board. <laughs> it is good. just yeah, that's a great that's a great place to be. A testament to human achievement, of course, if it were real. But um, Maverick, would <laughs> elaborate a little bit on Rivet City. Where were your favorite places within as well? Probably the center square because you could get mostly anything. Uh, probably, yeah, the market. Center I mean, square. in the game, in the game myself, I haven't been in it. I've gotten close, but I've died multiple times. And thrown a controller. Yeah, you tend to do that. This Maverick, is the... I, I love you saying that, though, because, like, that was 100% my experience the first time playing through Fallout 3. Like, the amount of super mutants around that area. Like, I could see a big, cool boat in the distance, and I knew that I had to go there, but... Like... I'm coming! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what Bethesda was thinking for that. When the, the first time you have to leave and you go past this... The super duper mart, and you're like, I gotta make my way to Rivet City. How? Yeah. How yeah. Do yeah. I do it's this? more like, why do I need to go there? That's well, crazy. we know why, but I mean, you get the it's one bastion of, of safety, which is the Galaxy News Radio. But you know, of course, you have to fight a behemoth-sized super mutant right before. So, spoilers. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, after ten mention. years, the spoiler thing just kind of just. Yeah, I know. There's a certain time on that. <laughs> there might be people who haven't played yet, but still. If, if you got if you haven't played Fallout Three yet, something is wrong with you. Nah, some people might be new to it. No, sassy lady, don't be a coward. Stand by your convictions. If you haven't played Fallout Three yet, you're a you're a bad person. <laughs> you're ill. You're ill. You're you must bad, be. You must be bad, stuck. You must bad, be stuck in somewhere. That makes me a bad person. You haven't played New Vegas yet, huh? Rizzy's only been here. Yes, absolutely. Episode. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and this is when all the New Vegas stands come out, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which is better, Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas? It is pitiful, oh. but uh, I, I got pretty hung up on 4 for a while. <laughs> a few hundred you know, hours worth. You yeah. know what's important, though, and I'm sure Mav can attest to this, uh, the importance of mods. If you go and play 3 now, especially for the gunplay, I mean, amazing story, amazing design. But man, that gunplay is poor. <laughs> that is poor in 2022. Yeah. Yes, I have in Fallout 4. That's where I play most of my mod for Fallout 4. I'm not on PC. I'm on console for every everything now. Um, yeah, gun gunplay. I I have modern weapons. Even though it may ruin my experience, I don't care. Your immersion. <laughs> yeah, my immersion. I don't care. So it's better than the weapons that are in the game, to be honest. Jaxus, you want to go next? Sure, why not? Oh, I had an honorable mention, just to be honest. Jaxus, I take that back. Maverick, would you like to give us your honorable mentions? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I have one more. And we just found out that's coming to 76. September. Oh, uh, yeah. The pit. Never heard of it. Cool. Anyways, Jaxus. Just wow. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. I've heard of it. Clearly, I've heard of it. Oh. oh, man. Can you imagine? We do a follow podcast. Never heard of the pit before, but well, it sounds like a nice place. Okay. 
okay, who's next now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so um, I've got a couple locations. My absolute favorite location, though, is one that I, you guys may not even know exists. You've probably walked by it a hundred times, but never paid any attention. Oh, I can't wait. And it's a, it's a location that's right across from the Lewis Farm Supply Company, just north of the Nuka-Cola plant. And it's an area right by the river that has a big, huge Coca, uh, Nuka-Cola bottle floating in the middle of the water. I have a camp right there, and I can sit in my camp, and I can watch this pristine, like, lake-looking area with this, you know, huge Coke bottle floating in the, in the river. And it's just a very beautiful place to sit and watch. Huh. And for, for me, that's a, a location that matters. To, now, it's for me, when you talk about locations, yeah, obviously, a lot of people pick locations that, you know, have some reference to, like, things that have happened there. Like, let's say, for instance, uh, in Fallout 4, I like the area of Fenn Street Sewer. Because if you've ever been to Fenn Street Sewer, you go underneath there, he was a serial killer who was toying with the police officer or detective that was following him. And what he was doing is he was actually grabbing the bodies and arranging them into artistic different designs. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was pretty creative and I thought it looked really trippy and cool. And I'm kind of a freak anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but th then there's also like my all time favorite place to stand, especially when I feel like making the nuke go off is I, Enjoy standing on the Ten Penny Tower. I love the view from up there. <laughs> uh, wow. That's you know, that's a good. That's honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that it was a lot of negative karma, I do love that part. That's so crazy. I like that's mushroom clouds. Uh, that's also why I also like to go. You know, watch the Scorched Beast Queen. You know, battles and mm -hmm. that. I, I just like. I like running all the way. I, I spend a half an hour running through wasting like 3,000 rounds of ammo so that I can go make a bomb go off for like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. it's, a, it's a great reason why I find it so hard to do the Institute ending in Fallout 4 because, <laughs> you know, I mean, who doesn't want to see that, that big boom? Yeah, it's so nice. <laughs> such a good one too. The whole, the whole Commonwealth just... Yeah, and the, the riverbank like breaks and all the water comes out. So oh. I'm going to give you guys a nugget. Oh, I forgot about that. This That's is so my good. other honorable mention is a location that not a lot of people know about. It's also in 76. It's south of the Wendigo Cave, located in the Savage Divide. There's a lone pond out there, and it's got like a couple of fish in this pond, and there's a little rock formation on it with like a hole in the middle of it. Around the other side, there's a dead body. I got to make and that's a caveat of the mention on that. But it's an area that has its like own water source. You can build a camp there and it's got a beautiful view of the whole like scape of that area. Dang. Jax is all about the, the views. I love good views. And I'm with to me, Jax's. 76 has some of the best views of any game I've ever actually spent I time agree. in. You know, and, yeah. and there's yeah. so many cool locations. Like I have a camp that's like, right off of route 64 south of the river there that's close to the train tracks the train tracks are kind of on the uh, left hand side of me there and right in that little cubby hole spot you know between uh, route 64 and the river i've got a camp there and it's kind of enclosed by trees and things like that so you feel like you're really in the woods but if you look to your right or you look to your left you got this like valley that opens up and then you know uh, what do they call that monago 
I can never say it right where they Anya. drop the yes that anytime that nuke gets dropped there you can actually watch the mushroom mushroom cloud from the top of mm -hmm. my brotherhood is steel tower nice that is nice it always comes oh, back to the mushroom cloud totally off topic no i mean it's not really off topic um when they did the um uh, the beta testing for 76 I remember it was everyone did such a big deal about it, and then like Bethesda was like, "It's like okay, it's the end of the test. Everyone go to this location and watch the nuke." And people are like running to the location and everything, and going into the explosion and stuff like that. There's some intellectual moron who puts out an article and like, "There's no reason we should be making fun of nuclear explosions. These are so oh, terrible." Yeah. It was the most ridiculous thing, and I'm just like, "Dude, it's oh, a video game." Yes, we know like nuclear explosions are bad. We <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm Thank full you very on for much. the chaos. I'm totally just, on for the chaos. <laughs> yeah, Jax is standing. Yeah, yeah. he's like, no, nuke the world. Yes, yeah, so nuke, nuke, so nuke it all. Nuke it all. Nuke it all. I uh, you know that I, song? I don't want to watch the we world. We trust. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want to watch the world <laughs> on fire. Um, okay, sorry, it's a it's a great article to mention the rumor because I, I think uh, I mentioned it like when I was talking to Sassy one time and like. I, I think the Fallout franchise really helps you get a grasp of, of nukes though. And I and I and I'm not saying like it's educational or anything, but like that that moment, that 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 moment with the megaton nuke, like I, I remember, whoa, like that felt powerful. You know, and that's the only time anything like that happens in three. You know, like 76 yeah. nukes nukes go off relatively regularly, but mm -hmm. like in three, you only get this one chance. And it is a big moment. Like it, there's a lot of gravity there. Or shoot a car too. Get some mini, mini. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the car I love shooting cars at the White yeah. Springs. That's another spring. location I love just because of the cars. Any of the drive-ins have enough cars for that. I, I totally get it, man. That that moment in number three is just it's big. There's a reason it was all over the internet once the first the third game came out. Totally. I mean, again, sad nerdy kid. I remember like being in Tenpenny Tower and the suitcase opening and like Mr. Burke standing there and I like like paused and like had a deep breath. <laughs> like I was like, this is it. <laughs> I, I, I'll this. be honest with you. I, I, like my I my I tortured my poor parents. I probably like ran and like got my mom and dad. I was like, Mom, Dad, look, I'm gonna blow up a city. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at your boy. Look what video games are doing to me. I'm so glad you bought me this. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. nothing like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, this is, this so is way better. better. This is so much better. <laughs> We're gonna put that right up there with buying you MM CDs. That's all great. Oh man. Oh, that's good. Oh, and then you went back to Megaton and Moira was still there. <laughs> the look on Weird C's face just now. He admittedly looked die? a little different. Why won't you Why die? You die? <laughs> it was crazy. I was on the phone with someone when I first started playing Fallout 3. They just called me up back in the days of flip phones. And they're like, who's that annoying sounding Old. person you have with you? I'm like, it's a character from a video game named Moira Brown. <laughs> she did have a really, really abrasive voice. What was that, that thing she always said? Eerie or something, I don't know. Yeah, she oh, had a really, oh, she dearie. had an almost Fargo voice, but not quite. She did, kind of, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I Margie, that, I actually, we had the actual of, uh... actress of that uh, who played her, she was doing uh, Fallout for Hope stuff, and uh, <laughs> she was 
cutting in they were doing oh it was like a celebrity squares they were doing like their version uh-huh. of it and she was cutting in with that shit and it was like oh my god everyone's losing it uh. <laughs> it's a it's a great character because like she's just such a contrast like like so many of the other npcs you can speak to like moriarty and uh i can't remember the name of the girl that works in the bar but like god. they're so tired oh, like yeah. oh yeah the, the, the wasteland the wasteland has been hard to those people mm-hmm. but Moira's just like hey like, hey what's go up this mole rat with a stick yeah, yeah i'm gonna write a book still... yeah that's that's true like, i like this it might hurt but <laughs> and she's scientifically oh. detached from reality speaking of detached from reality sassy lady would you mind giving us your favorite locations <laughs> oh crap so i didn't know which didn't. one i wanted to talk about as my favorite so let's see i think we're going to decide on the fly here so i was considering talking about um just because it's such a beautiful location i was thinking about talking about sierra madre so i guess that's my um one of my honorable mentions because it's a beautiful location yeah i didn't play new vegas but i watched my son play it and i was like riveted the whole time he played through dead money because i was just like what is this place this place is awesome you know and then of course the whole god and dog thing was really wild and who couldn't you know resist dean domino so that whole thing was cool i thought about talking about that and then um there's just too many locations. i guess i'd have to talk about nuka world if i want to choose anything from fallout 4 but i think what i'm going to talk about as my absolute favorite is probably the white springs and there's probably a couple reasons why White Springs is my favorite because a they got a lot of cars to blow up. Well, oh, yeah, that's so a lot much. of fun. But the designers did it so much justice. I mean, I've seen so many. I haven't been to the Greenbrier myself, but the pictures I've seen of people who've gone, I have an old, I have an old uh, postcard from uh, the Greenbrier from I don't know, like back in the '40s or something, and everything is just dead on all the art is dead on all the graphics on the inside the colors the carpet the wallpaper everything is spot on they did that amazing and there there's that there's the fact that it's got the whole bunker underneath which um i don't know if you guys know you can go to the green bar and you can take tours of the bunker that actually does exist because that i like the water fountain that takes all your rads away it's a nice spot yeah, that's well, heals you. Yeah, that's a pretty cool place. Um, everything there is cool. You know, the get the little jumping frogs at the pool, and um, you can always, you know, do the whole run through and kill the ghouls. And if you nuke it, you can, you know, get your flora, and then you can, you know, kill all the glowing ones over there and stuff, which used to be done more than it is now. But you've got all of your vendors there. You've got all of your uh, crafting there. You know, it's such a one-stop shop for that kind of stuff and there's a lot of good lore there there is you know a lot of great stuff in the bunker i've got my enclave character who literally lives there i don't know how i feel about the responders taking up residence there i have nothing against responders but i'm like you know i don't want my white springs to change you know and i don't know what they're gonna do when they go and and give space to the responders. I don't. I don't know. How I don't that's know. How, I don't have anything wrong with the responders, but if they could all just piss off, that'd be great. Yeah, they just gotta stay out of my White Springs. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> oh, it's like, 
Like maybe we can put you up in the pool house or something, but you can't have my white springs. Elitist? Like, no. Keep your little dirty mitts off my white springs. <laughs> the enclaves? No, I mean exclusive and bigotory. No. I do or, have or. a I do have a character who is a responder, so I can't be like. Oh totally man, it must get awkward it. at Thanksgiving. They're sisters, yeah. So it probably does. Especially <laughs> of course they're sisters. Why did I expect anything less than you? <laughs> and, and so my enclave girl, and then she's the one who was born. That'd be like pre-war. Hitler and like Winston Churchill sitting at the table together. Right. Dinner. Well, she was born pre-war, <laughs> and when you know she entered the vault, and she is she's all behind. You know, her dad was military, so she's all behind the enclave, trying to rebuild America, and. The younger sister was born in the vault, knows nothing about pre-war America. So she comes out and she's like, why do we need pre-war America? We don't need that. So she's more of a, she's more of a free stater. And, you know, she joined the responders because she just, you know, she's more like their mom and she just wants to help people. You know, she's like more of a medical field person. So that's the backstory of my people. <laughs> I, under, I understand why you haven't Love done it. New Vegas now because you, you clearly write a novel before you build a character. So you're like, I can't dedicate I to it. Blog- this is what my blog is about. Is these I know. People. And I love it, by the way. And everyone here <laughs> should go check it out. Writing. Mm. I need to get back to writing. I haven't written all summer. It's terrible. Of course, I haven't played all summer. I played today. <laughs> Ooh. So yeah, White Springs wins for me. And I think uh, White Springs got uh, a couple votes on twitter as well heck yeah they would <laughs> weirzy do you know what i love sorry yeah do you know what i love about white springs too um the modus files podcast yes. just makes that so much sweeter for me it does like, like any interaction i have with modus in 76 i'm just like oh. my favorite character is beckett <laughs> of course it is <laughs> well beckett lives at uh at Colleen's camp, they're kind um, of a thing. I'm intrigued <laughs> to, to discover Beckett's fate in the, in the upcoming few episodes. I know it's not looking good, sir. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it is not looking good. It's not looking good. Um. So yeah, my picks. Um. Let me see. Oh, man, this was hard. This was really hard. Uh, it's a tough question. Isn't it's it? a it tough, a tough but, question. But, but but you know what? A tough question's great for for the chat around it, um. So, I think my honourable mention, uh, I'm actually with Maverick here, um, but I'm just a little bit more specific. So, um, it's the pit, it's Fallout Three, but I'm gonna zoom right in to the Steelyard, um, where you have to get all those ingots, um. Mm-hmm. For me, the atmosphere of that spot is is, you know, cranked up to eleven, um, like. The, I mean, honestly, like when you finish listening to the podcast, folks, go to YouTube and get up Fallout 3, the Pit Steel Yard ambience track. Like, you'll get shivers down your spine. You can hear like the big smokestacks, like breathing out those black pumes of smoke. And like, it, you know, it sounds like there's some sort of monster like stalking you. Like, as all this, yeah, like, oh, I know that starts to be off man it's brilliant and uh like every now and again it just like lets out this little whinge like this wee creak of all the steel and the cranes and stuff Uh, man i think i was like 12 playing through that and like you know sitting in a dark living room like i was i was nervous and then every now and again a trog just like jumps out of nowhere and tries to rip your head off like that is that that is a really special place and i realize this is by honorable mention but it's one hell of a place and uh 
yeah and like like even that moment where you go through the door and like that that raider guy he's like giving you your instructions like basically tells you you're definitely gonna die out there and then you just go out and you're alone and you see the two trogs like eating the guy like it's uh it's crazy and then and then for me like that bit right up at the top of the refinery like right where the the big pile of like 15 ingots is right at the very top of the steel yard where you can like look back down over it all and again unbelievable dedication from the bethesda guys because you can actually see way out into the non-playable area like you know so oftentimes beyond the map there's just nothing but they have built that because they knew you would get up there to see it and like it makes me really stoked actually just talking about it for you know these expeditions in september because the way that pittsburgh looks now in the fallout universe and and the whatever the lore is behind the trogs yeah it's a really special place i think and that steel yard just has that that real ambiance to it um so so that's the honorable mention (laughs) um i think i think my my like solid have to come down on it favorite location uh is the good spring cemetery right which i know maybe makes you think huh but hear me out right okay the significance of that location to the story is just huge and the uniqueness of being able to go there i I'd like again to me at like the age i was playing it was just just so unusual like you play through three follow three and you can't ever you know you can walk around the vault a little bit but you can never get back to the maternity suite where you know the birth scene happens mm-hmm. and you can never get back to the nursery you know um but you can go and stand at the place where the cutscene takes place where benny shoots you in the head spoilers <laughs> you know and like and even in voice three when it shows you that trailer of the bombed out bus and the ink spots plays as it zooms away you can't ever find that like that's not an in-game place but the graveyard where you're shot and buried and victor digs you up you can stand there again in the game and i think that's like that's just part of why i think new vegas is so sweet and uh full, full nerd out moment here i love that in the collector's edition you get the the um all roads comic book and right at the end of the all roads comic book it has benny and it has the the great cans that he's with standing in the graveyard looking out you know waiting for the courier to get to good springs and um, so they can get him and, and bag him and shoot him in the head um, and like again being the big loser that I was I made sure I read the comic book before I started the game and I, I was just like oh, oh 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 it starts right here it starts right where it ends it starts right where it is oh, it's so wow. cool. That um, cool it's 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 a really big moment um and then there's a whole other aspect of the Good Springs graveyard that I have to say I love and that's the uh that's the furious online rumors when the game came out that it was haunted and that if you hung about there long enough at nighttime, ghosts would spawn. Now, that's, <laughs> that's not true. That is a lie. But that rumor went around Reddit and other places. And myself and so many other idiots stood in that graveyard and would like <laughs> hit the wait button and like wait like six in game days. Like, oh, there's a ghost going to spawn. It never does. But the thing oh, with wow. class is, and there's a couple of guys on YouTube have, uh, have, have been able to like go back and show this. There are unique uh sound effect files that only play in that graveyard that are like whispery sounds like like when Romer was talking about dunwich like it's that same 
sort of loose vibe where um, um if, if you put it in you know it'll come up on youtube the, the good springs whisper ghost sound effect some people have like went into the game files and like pulled out just that sound effect and just played it like on its own and it's real creepy like standing in that that graveyard at night and you just can hear all the that like I, I can see why people started to claim that ghosts spawned or different things because there's a real creepy vibe to that graveyard is that a recipe for Worcestershire sauce or something really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good. okay you sold me on it I was kind of like well, it's okay place I guess but no Especially with that comic book, man. With the comic book tie-in. Oh, really, really it, it, it's, a, it's a really sweet moment, you know. I'm so I glad mean, you got that. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll read it to you in, in, in full nerd mode, right? Like, this is the very last page, and it's the... Oh, I'm, I'm a terrible person. I can't even remember his name now. It's the ginger one with the mohawk. How dare you. Says, oh, uh, he forgot the ginger. <laughs> of course. Sorry. sorry. I'm used to it. I'm, I'm used to it. It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. It's a, it's they a, all look the same. <laughs> it's a slide of him standing looking at Benny, like a bit pissed off. And he's like, How much further till Good Springs? And then the next panel is just a zoom out of them standing there with the water tower in the background and all the graves around them. And he says, We're standing in it. And that's how it ends. And then, the, you know, the next thing is you load up the game and there's Benny and there's the great cans just ready to, ready to do go. some business. A real, real great moment. Real great moment. That's good. You know, I can't remember his name either. So. <laughs> I don't feel as bad about it, but man, I feel, I almost I'm almost jealous now because I'm like oh, I'll never ever get that experience because I've already played New Vegas. We got oh we got to send Sassy a copy of this comic book so she can absolutely absolutely. Sassy, I'll, post it, I'll post it. I'll post it. It's worth there it. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. I can have it for my playthrough. Cool. All right, uh, we'll finish off my favorite places and then we'll go take a break. Okay um i'll run through my honorable mentions quick uh fallout new vegas we'll start there my honorable mention is i think it's vault 11 the one where you have to vote for the overseer and they get killed is that right okay good that's i love that one because i just i remember putting the pieces together and going oh i know what this place is that's disgusting um fallout 76 my favorite place is the place that i always put my camp it's in this weird spot in the southwestern corner of the ash heap and there's just a cat there Named Murgles, and I'm like, oh, there's a cat oh, yeah. in the middle of this horrible Murgles place. Coffee shop. Yeah, Murgles mm -hmm. Coffee Shop. That's where I set up there. So I just, oh, I love that place. I love this cute little kitty in the middle of a completely horrid wasteland. Told you guys, he's got a weird thing about cats. Oh, I've only got one cat. <laughs> yeah, but you do shit that always goes around to cats. Thank you. <laughs> I love my cats. I love Murgle. I mean, Murgle's in, uh, immortal, by the way. You can kill Murgle, get cat meat, and then she just comes back. So don't worry about it. He has nine lives. Yeah, or more. more than nine. I've tested this. Anyways. <laughs> Controversial, but one of my favorite moments of this podcast might be you recommending people kill Murgle if they ever need meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially since there's Solid. red stag meat nearby, yeah. actually. But yeah, I well, hey, she doesn't care. Murgle is a giving cat. Giving <laughs> cat. Take, take me away. Uh, <laughs> next honorable mention is... Take Jesus with the fish. Just keeps on... Yeah, I often compare Murgle in Fallout 76 to Jesus quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, the exact spot that the Lone Wanderer is standing and looking when you leave Vault 101 in Fallout 3. That exact spot, because 
like Weirzy said when he saw Oblivion, for me, Fallout was the thing where I was like, you mean I don't have to walk in a straight line and shoot people at chest height? I can do something else with a game? And like, I remember feeling the the weight of like this person seeing the real world for the first time. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but none of it takes my favorite. My favorite place is this little, it's not, it's kind of little, it's this location in Fallout 4. It doesn't even have an actual location. Like there's no marker for it. It's this, and I've talked about it before. It's this parking garage that you can find. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You everyone that knows it is like, oh, yeah, the mannequins. Yeah, mannequins and booby traps and like, uh-huh. and and as anyone knows, you play Fallout. What do you do? You go looking around for you look. You look at everything. You explore every nook and cranny. You talk to every NPC. Well, I see a parking garage. I'm like, I'm gonna go over there. Why do so I, I re- picture you walking around going to every single mannequin in that area and trying to have a conversation with them? One of them. I, I just <laughs> read about it the other day and was like, Eric's favorite place. <laughs> is, it is. It is my favorite place because it reward. it's Bethesda rewarding your exploration, right? Uh-huh. Like you're just walking around and you're like, oh, parking garage. Let's see what loot I can get, you know, or so I can find some rare components for mods. And you walk in and I don't remember if the door closes on you. I think it does. But then you're trapped in this parking garage trap, yeah. and then you very quickly realize that some psychopath has set this thing up and it's just a little game for him where you have to avoid his booby traps and look at all the creepy heads and all the mannequins and stuff like that. And there's no quest. You don't get an experience for it. There's no one that says you have to go here and do this thing and then come back with all my stuff. And there's no map marker. There's nothing. You could completely miss this and never know it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love that Bethesda does that in the Fallout games. It rewards exploration in their games and that that's the place that always comes to mind because there's no reward other than finding it i um, had a very weird bizarre situation happen with that i had um gone into it i had explored it once and then i came back to it later in the game and i got chased by a group of uh super mutants and there mm-hmm. was two of the two of the suicide ones with the the mini nukes yep. and they they chased me in there I'm literally running through the maze thing and I can hear the dee, 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 dee. It, was, <laughs> oh, no. it was terrifying. Makes it so much worse. It oh, was they just, should have done uh, that. And then like, they're like detonating and stuff like that. It was, yeah, I just remember that specifically. I was just like, of course, I'm in a booby-trapped, saw-ish kind of a location <laughs> being chased by a <laughs> maniac with, you know, a, yeah, a mini-nip. These seem to happen to you, Romer. Oh. I think if we ever play with Romer in a game, we make sure he goes first. Yeah. yeah, I agree. With that. Sit back stuff. and eat popcorn and watch me go. <laughs> Sacrificial. Like, don't go rumor. that way. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, he plays on PlayStation, so it's like, oh, okay, we're gonna go around. We'll meet you on the other side, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Romer. I also play on PlayStation. It looks like Weirzy does too. He gets the PlayStation headphones on. Yeah, seventy six is uh, is PlayStation for me. Hey, it's the, the the old PC used to 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 run games, but uh. Not for the last couple of years, you know, Modern uh-huh. Fallout 3 is about as good as it gets. All right. Hey, we're getting off the rails. Break time? Again? Yeah, sorry. sorry. No, yeah. no, no. You, you're good, Weirzy. This is this is pretty standard this issue. Is, this is us. This point. Yeah, this is yeah anything, pretty much. This is what we do. You've proven that Pull you belong that here. Train <laughs> There's a Jax is doing time, right? fantastic editing in the background then because... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he does. He that does. Those, those podcasts consist. Yes, I'm leaving this shit reels. in. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, this can stay. <laughs> oh, that's good. 
we'll be right back after this commercial break. Friendly reminder, board game Tuesdays are no laughing matter. Welcome back to the show. Hopefully we had something for you to listen to in that little ad space. Uh, I, I don't know. Anyways, we're going to get into fan responses and community feedback on this very question we've been asking. Uh, so I posed this question on Reddit, you guys. Uh, what is your favorite Fallout location slash locale? I can't read all of the responses because I have 62 responses. Holy so, crap. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, so I'm just going to go with first in, first out. That's how this is going to happen. Uh, uh, first off, thanks to Graveyard Grim Grimoire for reminding me that the par parking garage I was talking about is next to Fallon's department store in Fallout 4. So I should remember that. Um, Chef Light 7 says, point lookout for the atmosphere and environment. Game Jammer says, sure it's not Fleshlight. Where does it say? It says Chef Light. Okay, C-H-E-F. There was a person who responded whose name was Dasiv Mick. Uh, and I appreciated that Reddit name a lot. <laughs> so thank you, Dasif Mick. Game Jammer says, the Fallout 4 intro just before entering the vault. It was truly awesome for the first time. Uh, all Though all the people knew this one, I think it was really very well done. So cheers to whoever designed that. I yeah. did like that we had pre-war stuff in Fallout 4. Yeah. yeah. I remember the speculation from the trailer and everybody was just like, wait, is this yeah. before the war? What's going to happen here? And stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. Could you imagine if we had like a DLC or an expansion where you got to play some pre-war missions and then as a result of your choices in those pre-war missions, you could go back to like the follow Ooh. main game and go find the results of it. Like if you left a treasure buried somewhere, you could go and find it. Oh, wow. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd love I, that. But that's the take notes. I would be very, <laughs> yeah, I'd be very intrigued to see them pull off something Operation Anchorage-like. But but what I would love, rather than just a mill mill simulation, I kind of love with the whole memory lane thing they've introduced in Fallout Four. I would love to like grab a Robo Brain, like and, and like dive into their memories and like see them as like some you know grizzled commando in you know uh, China, like fighting in the the Gobi Desert or something. Like like that's the way I'd love to see it happen. As you said, like a DLC. You know what I mean? Like that's a Pretty cool. That's actually a cool idea. I never that's thought That's a way I'd love them to... That's a, but it's that's a more friendly way to come out in. <laughs> well, Todd Howard's a big fan of the show, so we'll, I'm sure he's listening. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd <laughs> Howard is a wonderful fan. Crimson Kane says, Zion Valley loved the rain feature and the atmosphere. Uh, Jamie Tom 53, the strip in Fallout New Vegas. I love that despite the nuclear wasteland and the fact that most of the Mojave is in complete squalor, Las Vegas is still up and running. And bringing in hundreds of caps, and found that the White Glove Society was really interesting in their casino. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I, go with that. yeah. I love their menu. Yeah. Lovely menu you got there. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Tomp fifty three out of themselves there. That's okay. Um. Yeah. Strange meat. Yeah. Strange meat. Strange meat. Um. Soylent green. Is that what it was? Hmm long pork there you go so many names for your human meat anyways <laughs> that there's so many more i could go through we got the nuka cola world bethesda offices very meta uh the vault with gary's in it <laughs> oh my god uh, Gary. Uh, uh, Gary. 
Gary. Gary. Someone's, Gary. Someone said the Cliffside Shack. Does anyone know who they're what they're referring to? I think that might be New uh, Vegas. I, I, I that makes know. sense because there's a lot of cliffs in New Vegas. Cliff Big old town, I don't know that one, but I. It anyway, could that, be near Norhagen Beach, also. There you go. That I, I all I can hear is cliff cliffside cliffside sack. That's how I read it in my brain, but I have no idea where that place is. I don't know either. Cool. Um. So yeah, cool that's place. that's the first set of answers that we got on Reddit. Um. Uh, sorry for anyone else who contributed. Cool top shack. I just didn't i couldn't go through everybody's responses on reddit there was a lot but thank you so much for everyone that contributed um keep great. bringing it yeah just keep to, it out for more questions that we post just to throw it in there if, if they are talking about the cliffside shack the the prospector camp in new vegas i'm with you i used to pretend that was my player home before mods so cool spot mav do we get any responses on discord yes we got yes. space Timbo Slice on Discord. He he just put a gif of some dude that says space, which I'm I'm guessing he's referring to the deal the mothership Zeta DLC. Mothership Zeta, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of the DLC. All of it. Just just in space. All out in space. Yeah. In space. space. Yeah, they should really they should really come up with a fallout in space. It's they should use Starfield. Yeah, that's true. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much. It's yeah. called Starfield. Yeah. Yeah, and then no, non sum uh, basically had the same thing I said. Uh, River City, and then he, and then the first actually went into a paragraph. Like the technological places, but you know, could they couldn't fathom like two hundred years mm-hmm. since the war that all these terminals and stuff still worked and were functional, and the power was still on. And there was not little to no corrosion, which is a lie. You can't get to some of those decks down below because of all that corrosion. There is a ton of corrosion uh, was, on that ship. Sorry, I was busy laughing at... I'm sure Romer saw this stupid thing I just did. I couldn't hear Maverick talk, talking, and so I put my ear closer to the microphone for some reason. <laughs> what did he say? I was like, oh, man. What? And, and I'm like, I got away with it, but I had to tell you. I'm sorry. I apologize, <laughs> Maverick. <laughs> Back to it. Nah, that's cool. That's it. Awesome. I got two. Sassy lady. Anything on Twitter? Uh, yep. I've got. Um, I'm just gonna read a list of the places because there's, you know, there were several replies and there's a lot of. I have a question. Real it's quick. like all over the place. <laughs> is what is our Twitter and what is our email? <gasps> Good question. Maybe somebody so might want to know that. <laughs> if you want to talk to us on Twitter, we are at Fallout RTB. And our email is falloutrtb at gmail.com. And you can um, talk to us there or email us or DM us. We will respond. We will respond. I've been on Twitter all day responding. Uh, You can also go to our uh, Discord because it's all attached to uh, the Robots Radio Network. You can go to robotsradio.net and go to the very bottom of the page, and there's a button there you can click to join the Discord there. Not only will you find us there, but you will find like about 15, 20 different other shows and about Mm -hmm. 2,000 gamers. Mm -hmm. So it's a huge community. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It's it's definitely the the place to be. Also, 
by writing into the show. Hey, Weirzy, you want to mention quickly, how did you end up getting yeah. on the show, by the way? Absolutely. Uh, do you know, I'll tell the full story just to, to really put you guys in it. Uh, I emailed the show just before the five things you want to change about Fallout 76. But at that time, the email went into the junk file. So... <laughs> Sorry. That, yeah, that really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That we don't happens. want to talk about that. That happens. Yeah, that happens. yeah. It, 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 you it, made it, us a better podcast by doing it, though. So there we go. That yeah, happens. That happens. I now check that. the junk folder. <laughs> my my boss's emails go into my junk folder, so you know <laughs> the, the universe is maybe communicating with me there. But uh, yeah, like uh, I would encourage folks to reach out, whether it's messaging on Twitter or Reddit or Discord or emails, whatever. Uh, these guys are great they reply quickly they reply in full it's not like a thumbs up it's like a you know paragraph in response to your paragraph which is great um and yeah, yeah like, you had I just... a really long paragraph <laughs> well, especially if you message me because <laughs> i like to talk <laughs> she's a blogger talking, i mean it's what she does is yeah yeah that's what she does what do you expect what i do all right <laughs> all right doesn't matter what the medium is. I write. <laughs> oh, but but it was it was really cool. Um, it was really great. Like, there's there's something bizarre. You know, you listen to certain podcasts and uh, you think like, oh, you know, that's really cool. Like, I'd love to be part of that discussion. And then you know, you realize that you know, that's you and happen. you and a million other people <laughs> think that. But uh, you know, this podcast is at a really like like a really great stage in terms of size and growth and community where like it's actually manageable for everyone to interact with each other do you know what i mean like mm -hmm. the comments on twitter were like enough that people could actually all talk and it wasn't just like oh there's ten thousand comments you know um and, and i think that's a really epic place for a community to be in so it's great fun email yeah. um, email these folks i want the ten thousand comments i, I just yeah, I, yeah, yeah we yeah, all we you don't all manage do, a twitter but... account dude <laughs> it's, i'll make it work but it's I don't, yeah i mean i'll, I'll, make it work. I'll ask todd how he does it and he said it just works so i will figure works. out how yeah, that works it just That's works fair. i mean god, like, god i'm a new dad and everyone's always telling me enjoy the baby stage and it was like there's some wisdom in that for this too of like you know yeah. enjoy totally. it now while we have people that we can talk to individually and if you want to be on the show just like where's he was send us messages because when we ask yeah. ourselves who can we put on the show we'll probably look at the people who sent us messages first right the For entertaining sure. people oh. that is well <laughs> i mean you know people we're gonna like reward people who reach out to us by giving them you know offering them hey Money. you want to come on the show and talk about a topic that you find interesting or whatever do you See know what? Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, just briefly, the thing that I, I love about this podcast is it really gives me the vibes. I don't know if you've ever seen it on YouTube. Um, I think it's the Hollywood Reporter or someone like that does a show where they get like a group of six actors or six directors and they sit them all down. They have a round table and they talk about like, you know, what's your favorite way to do landscape work or what's your favorite way to cast a lead actor? And like, you know, you get uh quentin tarantino and ridley scott uh all just like chirping in at each other like yeah that's a great way to do it i'll do that next film and like oh yeah i, I use that method all the time hmm. and 
like this for me is 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 that exact thing but for fallout which is just the dream like people who are passionate about something all just sharing their brain on that thing like oh you know yeah. nerd uh, fan <laughs> nerd, nerd. Yeah. Nerd fan. <laughs> uh, that's my goal it. to okay. one to be king of the nerds oh well good to be king i tried <laughs> and it's yeah. for a while so taxi later were there any twitter responses? Oh, i was gonna say do you, do you want me to read these so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna list the locations so we got we got a vote for uh well without a doubt nuka world yes. uh definitely a favorite um the core of new vegas nuka world foggy far harbor the wide variety of appalachia there are so many great locations um fallout has just been amazing uh, another one for I love the idea of Rivet City, despite the annoying loading door situation. I like the concept oh, yeah. of the destroyed carrier, the large community, and the more urban feel with a marketplace, hotel, museum, laboratory, homes. I just wish they did more with it. Um, let's see. Let's skip over other comments because it was just like building on previous comments one that doesn't get enough love in these types of discussions is point lookout a dark murky swampland among the coast of maryland it was such an eerie spooky adventure on the first playthrough i instantly fell in love with it the lovecraftian lore is something to explore oh the enclave uh fallout 76 enclave research facility with the enclave stuff and the fallout horror vibes um the glowing sea in fallout 4 and the deathclaw promontory in new vegas creepy locations that one is ugh, i have bad bad memories of that place what the glowing sea no the death death claw places the fall you know fall oh, three yes. death claw sanctuary i had not <clears> run <throat> into a death claw and i didn't know what they were for that place for buddy did i yeah. never go back <laughs> no, that's, um, uh, that's by the way steel, folks right? that was not gingerino's internet going bad that was him not hitting the button properly on his microphone just, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, holding. Yeah. I'm holding it down constantly. That's weird. Oh, we got a comment. The location that scared me the most and surprised me the most for its beauty was the mire. Mm. And another vote for uh, mm -hmm. the White House or the White Springs bunker uh, for Modus and that the the pretty awesome story that goes along with it. And I think. That should be about the end because everything nice. was comments about Enclave. So thank you, everybody, who uh, tossed in comments for us and also for um, Weirzy's Twitter handle. Why don't you talk? Why don't you plug that? I here? would love to plug that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, building. Yeah, so um, you can find me on Twitter as um, at fallout underscore daily underscore. Um, it was an idea that I had had for ages and I'm a bit like Gingerino where I had a little tiny baby arrive and uh, any sort of grand plan I had for life very much so got shelved while I dotted it up for a while. Um, but he now sleeps quite well and uh, can like sort of enjoy playing with some cars on his own for an hour here and there. So I have decided to, to sort of both feet jump into deep water and uh, I, I made this this Twitter account at Fallout underscore Daily underscore, and, I, and the and the goal is to just have chats about Fallout all the time. So I'm trying to post fairly often, daily, if not every other day. And uh, yeah, it's like the hope is that it, that it can just be a place where people all 
chat and get to share their own thoughts and feelings about this franchise we love because there's a lot of pages out there on twitter where people want to tell you their feelings about the game or they want to tell you their feelings about an update or a patch or the atom shop mm-hmm. but i i kind of feel like it's maybe a bit more beneficial for us all to listen to each other than just to listen to like five or six dudes um so and those five or six dudes are great by the way but you know it's also great for us all to chat too um didn't feel called out at all no absolutely (laughs) (laughs) but uh but i mean this is part this is part of that right a round table where where guests come on and 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 as you often say like a diverse round table like like that's all part of that that's fans discussing something they love so so that's what the page is and like we'll ask questions you know like what's your favorite meme send us it you know, uh, what's your favorite quest name? Because some of the naming in, in Fallout Quest, you know, for the Fallout Quest is, is really poetic and great and really funny sometimes too. So it's just a place where you can come and just share some of your, your favorite thoughts and, and, and maybe every now and again throw a bit of criticism towards the series. But yeah, we're trying to stay as a positive place just to chat through, uh, just to chat through this epic universe. I've enjoyed that's, it. That's at Fallout underscore daily underscore. <laughs> that's awesome i'm definitely gonna be checking that out all the time i oh, mean maverick i'm loving the meme <laughs> yeah our, our crew has devolved into doing wacky things on the screen uh sassy make sure you watch this video by the way when yeah, it's you posted need, you on YouTube. YouTube video. yeah when you're talking about all the the twitter comments yeah make sure you come watch this it was a fun time um <laughs> But I'm gonna be checking out normal. So I'm gonna be checking out Fallout Daily. Actually, I bet we'll get a lot of great episode ideas from that as well. The conversations that come out of that. Yeah, I was getting Battle Star Galactica vibes, and then I was also getting like some Jordy LaForge moments there. So, (laughs) oh, I loved, I loved the old headphones over the eyes, X Men (laughs) kind of mode. Yeah. You know, one of the things I love doing on the page, and I actually haven't done it for a week or two now, so I'll have to get something up. Um, maybe we can do something about favorite locations actually, but um asking people stuff and then turning it into like data so this is like the nerdy like scientisty part of me that comes out but like we we did it uh it was maybe like a You're month a ago company, when, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. When, when we did the um when all the leaks started coming out for the tv show we mm-hmm. did uh, a you know what do you really want to see in the in the tv show and we we took all the comments and we grafted i keep saying wait it's, it's just me sometimes my <laughs> wife will read me the notifications <laughs> sorry but uh no, no it's just me um so yeah like he broke and, the fourth wall man <laughs> oh wow um but yeah like and so we took that all and we grafted up in the pie chart and like it was just cool to see like where the community was falling down on like basically 20 percent of the responses where we need to see power armor and then like a week or two later more leaks came out and it was all photos of power armor on the back trucks like it, it was just cool to see that the community were so keen to see such and such in the show and then suddenly such and such appears in the show you know the other thing that got a massive score like 15 percent of the comments was like uh i'd love to see a vault we've never seen before and then you know all these other recent leaks of, of this crazy vault with this house in the middle of it that's really intriguing so I'm That's still waiting to find out what the guy from uh, Twin Peaks is actually going to play. That uh, that's really interesting to me because he's a total saw... freakazoid as a person. When he is, but show. I saw a leak that um, one of the actors that we didn't know much about before was going to be Marcus. 
Mm. I had not seen that. If you look at the IMDb page where they list the actors, he actually is the only one that has a character name listed under his name. And it's Marcus. See, I don't know if it's the Marcus, but. Well, that's true. See, this is where they could get you. Yeah, but more and more evidence is pointing towards West Coast. Then, if we've got Marcus and we've got a vault in the thirties, well, that's yeah. what's weird because well, that vault that they're mentioning is not really in any game. No, it's no, not, no, which no. is good because yeah. then we I don't t- have expectations. Yeah. No, it takes it's Vault Thirty Two, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Vault Thirty Four is in Vegas, or Vault Thirty One. There's a Vault Thirty yeah. something in Vegas. Yeah, most of those numbers are in lore wise. Yeah, he's right. It'd be more West Coast. I mean, yeah. maybe it's maybe it's like Central, maybe it's like Utah, but maybe no. There was a a big thread on was it? Did I see it on Facebook earlier? I think it was on Facebook, and then that led to where did I put that? I'm more it and more convinced that it's going to be kind of a melding where like it'll be like this episode is going to be showing you stuff that's going on with like Roger Maxson over here. And then yeah. the next one's going to be it something be. have to do with project, you know, purity over here. And it's then, a very, yeah, yeah it's, it's well, a very popular storytelling style. When you consider how the game of Thrones season looked, you're constantly jumping around the rest world. and then, and Westworld. And then the, the way Netflix did the Witcher, where it was like, mm-hmm. not only were they jumping about geography, but they were jumping back and forward in time. Yeah, that's, that's what Westworld what does thinking. too. Yeah, yeah, so I'm kind of they, thinking they that this whole around. thing might be a time type. Yeah, it's going to be a mine. You know, <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, like, you got to pay attention, or you're you're lost because yeah. you can't just like drop in the show and you know catch an episode here and there. You got to mm-hmm. pay attention. I feel like we could do a whole episode on just the speculation for the show. Oh, well, we did once, and yeah. we didn't know much then, that's but true. now we're getting more, so you know, more, more information. Dig, dig, dig. There's a whole oh. article out that I. I think I, I don't I think I emailed it to myself or something so I could read it later classic I think we should let our uh, our truckers go to sleep and also our resident guest who is like what time is it now 4 a.m over there it's uh 3 50 in the morning <laughs> oh my goodness oh, oh, oh. Let's it's a fresh go for another half hour good so. morning uh go get yourself a coffee wake the family up it's time to start a brand new day time. <laughs> All right, Maverick, I'll hand it back off to you and we can close this out. You're, You're muted. muted. You're muted. No, I thought <laughs> it's okay. I can edit the silence, guys. It's okay. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. Okay. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Well, you haven't been noticing my background for the last 20 oh. minutes. Oh, we've noticed oh, we our, our original. That's the old one. Yeah. Not the original one. The Christmas tree. Yeah, I still have it. I'm sure you can maybe cut this out. But yeah, who, who, made, who made the logo? It, it smacks. It's really good. The, 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 uh, which one? Well, both are nice, but the the the, the good one, radio one. Yeah, yeah it's up right. to you to decide. No, the, no, one, the, the one, one up, that by me. Hmm. That one was yeah. done by actually Kenneth Vigu, who does Chad the Call Out podcast. he helped us out with that one. He yeah. helped me out with that one. That is, it's real nice. It's real yeah. real nice. Hold it down, Ginger. Multi-talented person there. I am. Did I break my keyboard sometime tonight? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably did. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna not do push to talk for now. Okay, gotcha. Maverick, let's let's land this plane, please. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, no! This plane's already crashed and burned, or or drowning in a river right now. All right. Well, let's at least grab the bodies out and drag them on shore. Okay.
Uh, this is all good things must come to an end. Thank you, Weirzy, for joining us tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this. I've been your host, Maverick. This has been on behalf of the Roundtable crew of Sassy Lady, Gingerino, Romer, and Jaxus. Everyone say goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. Bye. That was great. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora. And all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.